Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions this Friday morning, May 8th, Friday already, the end of the weekdays. And this is why every weekday at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, we have a little bit of coffee and we go through a little bit of the Bible. And this year we'll work through all the Gospels together. So this morning we are at Matthew chapter 25 and we will be reading together verses 31 through 46, Matthew 25 verses 31 through 46. Well, why don't we go ahead and pray and we'll get into God's word together. All right, welcome to those out there in California. Uh, Lord, we thank you so much for this morning. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, that you are good and you are loving and that you are the one who tells us all truth. And Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We pray, Father, that we would be humble enough to listen to it and that your spirit, Father, as you have promised, would apply it to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, why don't we go ahead and jump into God's word this morning. Matthew chapter 25, beginning at verse 31. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him. And he will separate them one from the other, as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, and, but on his left the goats. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty. And you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked. Sorry, I lost my place there. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will also say to those on his left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into everlasting or eternal life. Well, we have here, again, another story that Jesus is giving us a parable or uh, uh, telling us what's going to happen on the last day. I'm not sorry, I shouldn't have said a parable. 
But this is going with the parables above it that Jesus has been talking about. Jesus has been showing us about the judgment day, about when he returns again. And, and here he starts off with, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. I mean, how cool is that? Right? Jesus is going to come as the king who sits upon his throne and he's going to judge. And it says that he's going to divide them out. So I'm going to ask you, what would you write in the margin of your Bibles? A, what is this about? Well, I think this is tying back together with what we looked at above this. Right? Again, yesterday, do you remember what we looked at with the three different servants, the parable of the talents, each one of them given a different share, and we had the three different types of servants, the two who were faithful and they loved their Lord and they invested their talents and the third who saw his taskmaster or his Lord as a taskmaster as, as brutal and cruel. And then above that, do you remember about the ten virgins? And above that we had the parable of the two servants. And above that we had the parable of uh, the illustration of the days of Noah when Jesus was going to come again and return. All of this is tied together is what I'm getting at. All of this goes together. We're taking this chunk by chunk, and that's, that's good, but there's, there's reality that we need to keep this in context. And so what I think this is about is Jesus saying he will judge at the last day, and it is going to be apparent who actually loves him. It is going to be apparent who has actually had their hearts transformed by love, and because God loves them, they will love their brothers. And it's interesting here, uh, it's, it's very interesting, when they ask, you know, uh, when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? Verse 40, this is what Jesus is going to say, and the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, and as much as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Right? Uh, do we love the people of God? Do we love the family of God? Do we love the downtrodden? Do we love the broken? Do we care for those who are in prison? Do we seek after those who are hurting? Are we sharing our lives? Are we sharing our finances? Do we so, are we so filled with, with the love of God that that love then overflows into love for others? should be apparent in our lives. And again, this isn't meant to make us be crazy introspective, but we should ask ourselves, though, if we have no love for others, do we really understand the love that God has poured out on us? It is not that somehow these, are, these things are earning their way or earning their place before the king, but that it shows their heart and so, what is this about Jesus separating the sheep from the goats? His true followers versus those who just confess to be his followers. And so, uh, so I think that's what this is getting at. But by all means, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Let me know down in the comments what you think. What do you think you would write in the margin of your Bible? What we have to ask ourselves after that, though, is... B, what is the best verse to summarize this? So A, what is this about? The king coming and judging. But B, what is the best verse to summarize this section? Well, I think uh, in my Bible, I'm going to go ahead and underline verse 
45 and 46. That's what I would underline or highlight in my Bible. Right, and that's, uh, that's what I'm going to do there because that hits both, the, the, both types, the sheep and the goats who are answering to Jesus. Um, I say to you, and as much as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. If we wanted to, we could go above and we can highlight the verse where it said, as much as you did do it to one of the least of these, you did it unto me. That'd be fine too. Let me know what you would highlight in your Bible as the best verse to summarize. Well, then we have to get to the inevitable question. This is where the rubber hits the road, where the proof, proof is in the pudding, where we need to see how this applies to us. Is Jesus talking to you today? Is Jesus speaking in this passage? Yes, he was speaking to first century Jewish Christians, but now he's speaking through his word, by his spirit, how is he applying this to your heart today? Are you caring for the orphan and the widow? Do you care for those of our brothers and sisters who are suffering persecution for Jesus' namesake? There's a wonderful ministry, the Voice of the Martyrs, that is sending Bibles and, and supporting families of persecuted Christians all over the world. There's all sorts of ministries, in, in especially right now, might be the time that, that there are many people who are hungry. There are many people who are, who are in the church who are possibly about to lose their apartments, their houses, don't know how they're going to buy food. Is this the time that you are now able to, with the overflowing of God's love in your heart, then bless others? I don't know what that's going to look like in your heart. I don't know if you'll, if you'll go to the Lord and you'll just begrudgingly do this as if he's a taskmaster. I don't know your heart, but I pray that you would know that God has so loved you that while you were yet a sinner, he gave everything for you. He gave his very own son. And so will out of that overflow of his love for you Will it so transform you that you'll love others? Now, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. There's no need to broadcast this in front of everyone. But I'd encourage you. I'd encourage you to think, look around you. How is it that you can clothe the naked? How is it that you could feed the hungry? How is it that you could care for the lonely, the oppressed around you? Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for the great love which you have shown us. Lord, we pray that we would not just be legalists. We wouldn't be doing good works to earn your love. But Father, we pray that because you have loved us so much and because the Spirit is in us, Lord, that we would have overflowing hearts of love, that we would love one another. Lord, that not out of a desire for reward, but out of love for you, we would bless those around us. Lord, please care for us this day. Please bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I pray that God blesses you today and that he gives you peace. Shalom.